What is up? Welcome to the Existential Stoic Podcast. Are you tired of being average, ordinary, every day? You're in luck. Today we're going to talk about how not to be average. I'm Danny from everybody. Randy, what's up, Randy? You're Danny. You ever struggle with average or being average? Uh, yeah, yeah. And no. And yeah, and no. You know, it's kind of it's kind of almost like... Yes and no, the classic, average. like, uh, uncommitted answer. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, some areas average, some areas not average. And that's the way it goes. And I think it comes down to like finding which areas it's important for me to not be average. That's a good response. I like that because, you know, it's hard to it's like, what is average? You know, is it like just simply conforming? Because I think at some point we all were right because we all like wanted to you know, make our parents happy or impress the people around us and all. And that leads to, you know, I think averageness, but like, yeah. Well, that's a great, I mean, that's a great point. You got to define average because it's going to be a bell curve. And it's like, (laughs) what, what deviation on that bell curve is it? Is it 65%? Is it 75%, 85%? Because that's going to define some people's average and some people's outliers. Yeah, that's a good point. So hopefully today we each have some tips that'll help you like find that point where you can be on the outside and not average, not in that bell. I'm going to go first. My first one is actually something I've mentioned a lot, but explore your hobbies. Because I think this is where a lot of times like our uniqueness lies. It's like our passions, the things we're really interested in that we don't care about whether we're going to like make anything from. But it allows us just to be ourselves, explore our capacities, our abilities, what we're capable of in like a way that's like, I think, just better for us. And I think the more you do that, the more likely you are to like find out things that you can do that you just didn't know about and that other people can or that make you different or unique and different ways of just seeing the world. That one is a great one because they say you should follow your gift. Like a lot of people go after, you know, a career or a dream or all these things. But really, they say you should follow your gift, which is a thing you do better than anyone else with the least amount of effort. And oftentimes that correlates with hobbies, like things that you just time disappears when you're doing it. And if you end up doing that stuff, there's you have a better than average chance of being not average. <laughs> right? That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So uh, my first one for how to not be average is uh, don't try so hard to not be average. So, uh, you know, you don't want to be a try hard. Because here's yeah. the thing, like everybody, I have, I have this person that I know who is like the epitome of of wanting to be not average. And he is the most average person ever. He's like stuck in the corporate grind, stuck in the rat race because he's so concerned with being not average that he just does everything that everyone else does. And he blames it on external things. He blames it on the corporate structures, the bureaucracy, the time, the commitments, all these things. And it's like, he tries so hard to not be average that he's just completely 100% average. I'm glad you mentioned that because like, I know some people too, who like, try so hard and like they do things that would seem to be outlying but they don't realize like they're, they're still buying products and stuff so they're still just being like they're letting that stuff define them because they think it makes them different but it's just you're making yourself into one of those people that has that stuff and they're like classic examples you know what i mean it's really funny good example is like that supreme stuff, like the street stuff or whatever they call it i forget what it's called but yeah supreme. Where? yeah 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 and it's like all that stuff and it's like well that's just people who like that stuff then it's not different, you know? It is funny. But yeah, I think you're right. Like trying too hard. Whenever you do that, you end up just fall, falling into it, right? It's like a common fallacy where you end up being the thing you don't want to be. 
Uh, my next one is ask whether you want to, not what others think. And this is kind of just what we've been talking about. Like, I think most of us, our averageness is a lot of times connected to social pressure, you know, social norms, um, all this outside sort of external stuff that we think, you know, should kind of guide or dictates our actions instead of letting ourselves choose and doing what we want to. You know, we listen to other people and then we just become what they think is a good life or what they think is a good person rather than being ourselves. That's a great one because you got to find out if you even want to be not average. Because guess what? <laughs> it may suck. Like it may yeah. be really like I see it so much in like the business and finance world where everybody gets their rocks off about being an entrepreneur, getting to say they're an entrepreneur or oh, saying they're a CEO of a company that's made three dollars online. You know, <laughs> yeah. so it's like but it's it's really just like an ego trip for a lot of people. And you have to figure like, is it that important for you? Is this something that's, it, you know, being an entrepreneur is a lot of freaking work. Is this something that you actually want? Or would you prefer to be average? Because in, you know, we need a lot of people to work in, in the workforce, like yeah. to just punch the clock nine to five. Yeah. So. Or on top of that too, you don't even have to, I think you're, you know, even if you do something like just normal every day in work, you can be extraordinary in other areas too, though. That's the other side of it too, I think. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be just defined one way also. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So my second tip for how not to be average is ditch social media. This is something if you want if you want the quickest road to mediocrity, yeah, stay up to date on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and everything like that. That will 100% get you inundated with mediocrity. Not only that, but I think the biggest thing out there right now is people don't realize that all of these social media platforms all the opinion is just manipulated by some state-sponsored uh, <laughs> sock puppet accounts. Like there are there are legitimate state-sponsored organizations that have large groups of people just doing these things to manipulate public opinion. And people think they're like free thinkers. They're connecting with people. They're doing whatever. And really, if you want to be not average, you got to ditch social media. That is, you know, that's an important one too. And you hit the nail on the head, right? It's like, like the major goal of that is influencing opinion. If your opinion's being influenced, you're being average. I mean, that's pretty mm -hmm. much it, right? Because you're falling in with a crowd. Whatever that crowd is, you're falling in with it. And like, yes, I know people always like to tell like all the benefits, like connecting with people or like there's groups. And there are some groups that are very good and helpful to people. But like, yeah, by and large, you should just ditch it because like the scrolling. You'd probably be better off with the real life in person group yeah, <laughs> or a little bit time away from your phone. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think good one though. Uh, my last one, and this I think I brought this up for the importance of like what you mentioned before, how hard it is to not be average, is create your own values. And the reason I mention this is like Nietzsche talks about this all the time, and but he also talks about how difficult it is because it means standing by yourself. Like it's a lot of times like it's very easy to to go with the crowd because we can say like, oh, they're doing that. That validates my values. That validates what I believe, right? To be unique you have to have your own values your own viewpoint and that means standing by yourself and it's very very hard <laughs> so like keep that in mind so if you really want to be not average create your own values create your own way of looking at the world be honest with yourself but recognize that it's very challenging also that's a that's a great one because you know values are something that you're never going to get them perfectly but also they can't be taken away from you i watched this i watched this talk on gratitude the other day 
And the guy was saying how, you know, he has a list of 66 things or whatever that he's grateful for that he keeps on an index card in his pocket because he can't remember them all at once, but he can take out the card and he can see them. And I was surprised that most of the things on the list were what we would consider like virtues or values or different things like that. It was like love. It was integrity. It was, I don't know, all these different things like self, self esteem, self respect, these types of things. Because after he shared that, somebody else shared how they thought they had everything. They, they were the multi-million dollar, multi-millionaire CEO. They had the cars they wanted. They had the multiple relationships with different women that they thought was very important. They had the esteem of all their colleagues. And then COVID hit and everything collapsed and they lost everything. And while they were sailing on the cloud, they had this gratitude list. That's like, thank you for the cars. Thank you for the relationships. Thank you for this. And then he lost it all. And he had the most incredibly difficult time being grateful for anything. But if instead you had these other things, these values, like you were just talking about, then, you know, you still have love. It may be, it may be a lot smaller now because you just have to focus on trying to love yourself instead of loving (laughs) these four other girls, but you still have love and you still have like that little glimmer of it. You know, that's a good point that you mentioned too, because I think that's a big part of it. It's like, you know, if you, if you are grateful for like values, you have these values, they can't be taken away and you're going to weather any storm that you face because of fortune or misfortune way better. And I think that's, you know, that's what Aristotle thought, right? It's balance. It's the Stoics thought you have a balance in your life. And I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bingo. So my last one for how not to be average is make a morning routine and stick to it. You want to know what mediocre people do? Their alarm clock goes up. They run out of the house and go to work. That's it. That's their morning routine. And if you win the morning, you win the day. If you lose the morning, you yeah. lose the day. And essentially your life too, because the days yeah. add up into life. But so like this morning routine, it's so essential. I know that both of us, like since we have implemented morning routines, they've made a night oh. and day of difference. Yeah. But here's the thing. It needs to be something that you can do every day for the rest of your life. We're not doing this like heroic, I'm going to go to the gym for four hours and I'm going to wake up no. at 3.30 in the morning. Normally I wake up at nine. I'm going to wake up at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take a cold shower. I'm going to go to the gym for four hours. I'm going to eat egg whites. That's it. And a bunch <laughs> of greens, kale, kale and egg whites. And then, and it's like, you're setting yourself up for failure. You know, find out what stuff, like start experimenting. If you don't know what to add to your morning routine, try something. If it makes you feel better, do more of it. If it doesn't make you feel better, don't do more of it. And just keep on doing it. Because you know, no, oh, oh good. Yeah, yeah, good. Because you get to benefit from the compound effect. So just yeah. doing a little bit every day adds up immensely over your life. No, I, I was gonna say too, and I, what I like about what you said too is it can change too as your life changes. Like I'll give you a good example. Like before I had the dog, I didn't do a walk every day, and I obviously didn't spend time with the dog every morning. Now that I have the dog, I do I wake up, I write have coffee, go for a walk, which is all I've actually am super happy I've included that. And like, that's my routine now, you know, it goes really well, though. That's true. But things- when you were just saying, 
when yeah. you were just saying that, I was like, you were saying like before I had the dog, I didn't walk the dog every morning, and I just imagined this guy like I think at Disney World they have this guy, oh, this like dog leash that's an invisible dog. I was like imagining you walking around the neighborhood with that thing before you got a dog, just like out for a walk, going for a walk. Well, you know, no, you know, it was nice. It was like I used, I always walked, but this like actually committed me to doing it every day in the morning, regardless of the weather. And to be honest, like I love it and I'm really yeah. glad I started doing it. But that was a change that was like necessitated by other circumstances. But, you know, yeah, but my yeah. routine's not difficult. It's easy to do. It's not a hard mm-hmm. one, but it's something that, you know, I do every morning. So I know how my day starts. I always have yeah. that consistency. Yeah. Like I heard, it, I've heard a whole bunch of people talk about it. And it was just, I just recently read it again in one of Martha Beck's books, but she talks about these like, little turtle steps making them so small that you can't fail and and that's helpful because you know like you may not see it but a minute a day is still six hours over a year yeah 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 so not to mention too every time i've tried to make like like everybody else like new year's resolutions and stuff they fail after a few weeks because they're always way too grand way too much change and they're not really something i can literally do every day and that's usually the problem Mm -hmm. yeah But there you have it. That was a good one to end on. How not to be average. Hopefully these tips will help you find yourself, be unique, or just, you know, figure out what average is for you and whether you want it. The Existential Stoic Podcast will be back later this week to a full-length episode. Check us out on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And until then, I'm Danny. Later, Randy. Later, Danny.